Hey, Exchange Church family, good morning. I trust worship has been incredible, being in the room with one another, worshiping God this morning. Carrie and I are spending a four-day weekend in the Appalachian Mountains of West Virginia, doing some primitive camping. That's right, Greg Smoot, you would be proud. No electricity, no water. Uh, we'll be doing some hiking, swimming, and um, cooking over the campfire and watching out for bears. We're in bear country, and so we're prepared for that. Um, this, when you watch this, this will be day three of our adventures. So please be praying for us, and we can't wait to see you again. I, w I did not want to miss the opportunity to speak to you today, because uh, quite honestly, there is a lot going on in our nation, and I certainly value uh, Sabbath, and I value uh, the break that I'm having with family right now, but I wanted to uh, pastor you this morning, so we don't have a, a, an in-person speaker. You've got me on a camera, but my hope today is to really just share my heart with you. It's no surprise. We've been talking about this every time that we get together. Our world is, is groaning for the revelation of sons and daughters and um, the earth is groaning for for Jesus to come back and I tell you church we are closer now to the return of Jesus than we have ever been and we can see it um, everywhere we look everywhere that we go and this week our nation our state Texas has really encountered some uh, tragic turn of events and uh, I just want to remind you that God is good that he is good and our world is broken and what we witnessed in Uvalde, Texas is evil and it just shouts so loudly that people need Jesus and my heart aches for the children. I know that yours does too. And I hope that as a church, we've been praying. Thank you to everyone who showed up Wednesday night at Awaken to pray. Prayer is what changes things. Prayer is what brings hope to the hopeless, what brings relief and comfort to the hurting. I don't want us to lose sight of the end goal. In, in all the pain and all the tragedies that we encounter, um, and, and they're only going to increase. I've been trying to prepare us for, for moments like this where a broken world continues to spin out of control uh, because there's coming a day where Jesus has to step in and rescue us from this world that is getting crazy. And in the midst of that, I don't want us to lose focus of of what our goal is, of what God needs us to do in a, a broken world, in a wounded world, a world that is, is losing its mind, quite honestly. We can't. We can't, church. We can't take a step back from what God has called us to do and who he has called us to be more now than ever. You and I have to get our head in the game. We have to 
figure out what it means to be a follower of Jesus in these times when the world is going so crazy. The world is shouting right now for a people to stand up and to rise up and be all that God has called them to be. Listen, the devil doesn't win. Jesus does. And we've got to start being Jesus to the world, especially in weeks like we just encountered. And so I'm praying for you this weekend. I'm lifting you up that God will take you to the next level in your relationship with him, in your authority, and in your power. There's something that the Lord has laid on my heart um, for the rest of 2022. You know, a lot of us made resolutions at the beginning of the year. We said we were going to, you know, do X, Y, and Z, and we were going to be all in with Jesus, be all in with our family, be all in with the church, be all in with our career, whatever our priorities were in 2021, 2022, in January of 2022. Uh, But somehow, six months later, in almost June of 2022, I think it would be easy for us to take our foot off the gas pedal. It would be easy for us to get sidetracked and distracted and overwhelmed. We need to re-solidify what the Lord told us in January. Jesus and I had a conversation over the last several weeks about where is he taking our church? What are we doing, God? What are we accomplishing? How do I pastor these these people? How do I grow them? You know, as if it's all on me. That's so much pressure. Good grief. Um, I know it's all on Jesus, but um, I was just looking for vision, just looking for what did God want to impart into me that I could deposit into you. I believe that it's time that we strengthen our core. I think 2020 blindsided everybody, all of us, every church all across the world, everyone, it just blindsided us and knocked us off of our balance a bit, knocked us back. Uh, 2021, I think we were still treading water, still trying to get a handle on all of our responsibilities, um, negotiating what life was going to look like. But 2022, And especially in June, moving forward, I believe God is telling me that it is time that you and I strengthen our core. You know, our our core. I I don't know if you work out or not. I I go to the gym. Uh, I drive past it really often. And uh, I go in sometimes. (laughs) But I do know what strengthening my core is. You know, you you do sit-ups. You do exercises to strengthen your core and you get all kinds of problems when your core isn't strengthened. And I felt like the Lord was telling me that that this is the season where we as a church, we as a family, we got to strengthen our core, you know? Not focus so much on on the the biceps and the the thighs and the calves and and the back and all the other muscles that maybe make us look good. But strengthen the core, the thing that really brings stability to who we are and what God has called us to be in this season. Eight benefits of a strong core. Number one, endurance 
in the mundane. You know, like mowing your grass or uh, cleaning the house. The mundane stuff of life that's like really boring and you don't want to do it. Um, strengthening your core gives you endurance to push through to where you get the job done. You know, not every day can be a, a Disney World kind of day. Not every day can just be filled with all the things that you love. Sometimes you have to clean house and sometimes you have to mow the grass and sometimes you have to pay the bill. Well, I guess you have to do these things all the time, but thankfully not every day. But when you have a strong core, it helps you endure the mundane. And oh my goodness, I can see that in the spirit realm. When we strengthen our core in the spirit, um, we can endure the mundane parts of our spiritual life. You know, not every day is like, not every day I'm praying for the sick and they're getting healed. Not every day am I casting out demons and, and raising the dead, you know. Um, there, there are days in my life, maybe in yours too, where uh, sometimes I'm just like, I'm not hearing from God today. Or my prayers aren't really prayers. It's just a pity party, you know. Um, or where I'm reading the Bible and I'm like, God, what are you trying to say? Is this, this doesn't even make sense to me, you know. It's a strong core in the spirit realm, though, helps us get through those seasons. Number two, uh, strengthening our core, is mobility and range of motion. Range of motion, being able to twist and turn and get up and move around and go where we need to go. Uh, having a strong core really helps that. Another uh, benefit is it powers lifting. It allows us to lift heavier things. The stronger your core, the more you can lift. And listen, church, the world needs a church that can heavy lift. You know, where are all of our power lifters at? Uh, I don't want to be known as the Christian that when bad things happen, I run and hide. When crisis hits, I disconnect. You know, I want to be able to carry heavy things. And that's not to minimize that things are heavy. Of course we carry heavy things. There are people in our congregation that have lost loved ones unexpectedly and expectedly walked through them with a journey of long illness. I mean... These are heavy, heavy things, but as believers in Jesus, as we're rooted in Him, we can carry these things because our strength is from Him. We, we can lift these things. The world needs a church that doesn't crumble. Can I get a good amen in the room? The fourth benefit of a strong core is it enhances pleasure. And the fifth benefit of a strong core is balance and stability. Another benefit of a strong core is it enhances good posture. Another benefit of a strong core is it increases flexibility. It increases flexibility. I've, I've actually been watching some YouTube videos on flexibility and stretching and all of that because I really, I really need to get in shape I have a shape, but it's not the shape that I want. Um, but a bigger issue than the shape is the flexibility. Uh, you know, if, if I kneel down to the ground, I'm slow getting back up because my knees have issues, my feet have issues. And flexibility, when, when you're stretching and you gain more flexibility, it almost corrects a lot of those physiological problems that you have. And, 
And I think that a strong, well, I know that a strong core helps that in the physical, but in the spiritual realm, if I can strengthen my core in the spirit, and we'll get to how to do that in just a moment, but if I can strengthen my core in the spirit, and I can increase my flexibility, man, that means that I can, I can reach over here. When God tells me to do this, he can send me here, but I'm flexible enough that you know, I'm not just an expert here. God can also send me over here or he can send me back here or he can send me around here. I want to be so flexible. I become a secret weapon for the kingdom. I want to be one of those people that when a task arises in heaven and they're looking for someone to do something on earth to fulfill the purposes of God and it requires a unique skill or talent or just someone who doesn't care, who's just willing to go in and, and do anything, I hope my name gets thrown in the ring. I hope, I hope I'm so flexible in the, in the heavenly realm that God knows he can trust me with anything. He can tell me to, to pastor here or clean a bathroom here or to pay for a meal here for someone or encourage someone here, rebuke someone here. You know, whatever it is, I just want to be so flexible and that requires a strong core. And then my final benefit that I saw, there are more benefits, but this is just the last one that I want to share with you, is it reduces and prevents pain. So the stronger your core, the less pain you have in your body. And I can, I can see that for sure in the spirit realm. I just, I know why God is just releasing on us a season of focusing on strengthening our core. I believe that God is really wanting you and I to lengthen our cords and strengthen our stakes. You know, there's a scripture, Isaiah 54, 2, in the Berean Study Bible, it says, Enlarge the size of your tent. Stretch out the curtains of your dwellings. Do not hold back. Lengthen your ropes and drive your stakes in deep. The nation of Israel has never occupied the entire land given to them by God, the land that was promised uh, by God in Joshua 1.4. It's about 300,000 square miles. Um, and even when Israel reached like their zenith under David and Solomon, they only occupied about 30,000 square miles. So they've never fully stepped into the land, the full land that God had given to them. You know, I just want to be a church who goes after everything that God says we can have. I don't want to settle. I don't want to settle for less. I don't want to settle for, you know, impacting a tenth of what God says he wants us to impact or reaching a fifth of who said he says that we can reach. I want to go for it all. I want to go for all the land. And, you know, just as God was telling the Israelites in this verse to lengthen the ropes and strengthen their stakes, to drive their stakes in deep, just as he was telling them that, I believe that He's telling us to do that too. And I really think that's the solution. That is the answer to strengthening our core. Our core, C-O-R-E. There are two things I want you to focus on if you're willing to strengthen your core with me, if you want to join this journey with me. There are two things that I'm focusing on and I, I would like you to focus on it too. If this bears witness with you at all, here's what we're going to do, all right? Core, C-O-R-E. The first thing, the C-O, the co is commitment. Commitment. 
drive your stakes in deep. I think that is the commitment aspect. If our tent is going to get larger, if we're going to step into the land that God has for us, we've got to drive our stakes in deeper than they currently are. I wonder what would happen if every single person who says they're part of our family would just take one more step forward in commitment. What could we accomplish? What would that look like? I mean, if we were, if we were just to do a plus one, plus one step in our commitment, I'm not asking you to go take a mountain. I'm not asking you to run a marathon. I'm saying one extra step, you know? Can we have a, a plus one commitment? Can we have a plus one determination over the next six months? Just six months, you know? A real tangible way to have a plus one determination is this. If you attend service one time a month, I would like you to do plus one. I would like you to come two times a month. If you come to service two times a month, I would like you to plus one and come three times a month. If you come to church three times a month, I would like you to come four times a month. Could you do just one more? And here's Here's why. I want to I paint a picture for you because one of the challenges in the church, the, the global church right now, post-pandemic. Are we post-pandemic yet? I don't know. But the challenge right now is attendance. And I know it may not seem like a big deal you know, to the average churchgoer, um, but it's actually crippling the church. The... the Casual attendance is crippling the body of Christ. You know, when I was growing up, it used to be that an active member went to church two or three times a week. An active member in the church, when I, and I'm young, guys. <laughs> I'm young. And I remember when I was growing up, and, and into my 20s even, an active member of the church went two or three times a week. And now we consider an active member of the church if they go one or two times a month. And that shift in, in our paradigm is really crippling the effectiveness of the church. And I think it's, you know, I think it's affecting our core. I think it's affecting our, our flexibility. I think it's affecting our posture. It's, it's impacting our our community, our relationships, our confidence and loyalty to each other and trust in one another. It's impacting me knowing your heart and you knowing my heart. And it's creating division, I think. Not only that, every time you show up to church, what you bring to the table matters. Your week matters. Your experiences matter. Your conversations matter. Your opinions matter, your thoughts, your questions. I mean, I could go on and on. Like, the value that your attendance brings to this house. And I am convinced that people that don't regularly attend church, uh, they, don't, they just don't understand the value that they bring. If you can show up one extra day a month, I'm asking if you would, because it will, it will dramatically 
impact our church. Plus one doesn't just apply to attendance. It can apply to so many other areas in your commitment to Jesus and commitment to this house. And, you know, maybe you're not serving or you were serving, you're not serving COVID and the mess, you know. Life has got just really messy. I'm asking everyone to do plus one, you know. If you're not serving anywhere, please add, add, a, add a Sunday that you serve. We need you. You know, another plus one would be in our giving. Maybe you're giving 5%. Can you do one more? Can you give six? Maybe you're giving 2% right now. Can you give three? Maybe you're giving 10%. You're returning the 10% that belongs to the Lord. Can you do 11? We're just asking everyone across the board to find an area of your life in the church. And you don't have to do every area. It may not be giving or serving, it may be in attendance. It may not be in attendance, it may be in giving and maybe serving. You know, pick what God is moving you to do, but we're just asking everyone to do plus one. You know, let's celebrate the plus one accomplishments in our life. We dig deeper and strengthen our core and our commitment to one another and to what God is doing in this church. To drive our stakes in deep, that's commitment. To lengthen our ropes, that's reach. I think that's how our tent gets bigger. Our capacity gets bigger. I think that's how we strengthen our core. We've got to focus on commitment. And we've got to focus on reach. We've got to focus on plus one attitudes, plus one stick to Plus one, is that a word? I don't know. Plus one, determination. Not being afraid of just that next level of commitment. But also not being afraid to, to reach into the hearts and lives of other people who need Jesus. You know, I am, I am convinced that as sin abounds, as tragedy abounds, as crisis abounds, grace abounds so much more. And God wants and needs you and I to have a strong core so that we can be sent into the messy areas of life, into the messy parts of town, the, the messy you know, communities around us, and we can impact them for the gospel, but that only happens with a strong core. So will you say yes? Will you, will you say yes with Carrie and I and our team to a, a plus one life? And whatever that looks like for you, I'm not asking you to sign on a dotted line. I'm asking you to listen to Holy Spirit. Can you just, can you help us? Can we together strengthen our core and up our commitment Dig down deep, up our commitment, drive in those stakes, get planted, get rooted, get grounded in commitment. And then can we lengthen our cords, stretch our ropes, and reach the world outside of what's comfortable, outside of what's convenient for you. Invite people to church, share your story, pray for people. 
I believe that together, the rest of 2022, with you and me and everybody else working together, we're going to see such a power and authority come across our church. I just want to close with an invitation. An invitation for you to say yes to my request for the rest of 2022, this kind of plus one determination that, that from here on out, you want to strengthen your core, commitment, and reach. That you're saying yes with us as a church, that together we're going to be up in our commitment with a plus one determination and we're going to be reaching beyond the walls of this church reaching beyond the convenience of our own situations if that's you if you if you want to say yes to this if you want to be all in with Carrie and I and our team and your brothers and sisters in the room if you can kind of get behind what I'm saying and you see the need for it and you're ready to say yes with a plus one to turn, whatever that means for you. Like there's no signing on the dotted line. I'm not asking anything of you other than just your response, your commitment. If you are ready to say yes to strengthening your core with me over the next six months, you're gonna intentionally focus on your commitment and on your reach. Will you just stand to your feet right now? And I'm not there to see what's happening, so I really hope to God somebody has stood already. <laughs> I'm not there, but that's probably a good thing. Because you're not standing to make me feel good. You're not standing there to encourage me. You're not standing uh, because I've just delivered a, a phenomenal sermon. You're standing because you actually feel a conviction in your heart to say yes in this moment that you want to make sure you're partnering with all that God is doing at the Exchange Church. I'm now going to ask Sherry to come to platform while you're standing and lead you in a prayer. Well, Pastor Trey would be pleased if he were in the room today. Father, I just thank you for every single person who is on their feet right now, God, committing to a plus one. Lord, whatever that looks like, whether it's in attendance, whether it's in serving, whether it's in giving and generosity and serving others, Lord, whatever it is, God, I thank you, Holy Spirit, that you are speaking to us even now. God, we know that the church is your plan A. There, there isn't a plan B, God. It is up to us to be your hands and feet. And so, God, we just thank you for the opportunity, Lord to follow after you, God, to love you, to know you, but God, to not just keep it to ourselves, but to share it with everyone around us. And so, Father, this week, as we walk out our week, God, I just pray that you're going to speak to our hearts, Lord. Show us what you want us to do, God, and give us the courage to do it, Father. Give us the courage to speak up. Give us the courage to step out of our comfort zone. And Lord, we just thank you. We thank you, God, that you are doing something new in the body of believers called the church, God, the global church, Lord. I thank you, God, that there is a unity like never before, God, that is binding us together with our brothers and our sisters, God. And Father, that like an army, we are marching forward, God, to accomplish your mission and your vision for this earth. 
And we thank you for it. In Jesus' name we pray. 